All right, welcome back to the Plum Five Podcast. I'm here with Nath and Matt, and what are we talking about today? Luke, they know who I am. It's <laughs> Nath, Matt, Luke. It's in the title. It's in the title. Um, we'll talk about our learnings this year. What what we've all learned through. I mean, what's been three months now. Mm. What we've taken back has been a pretty intense year already. Mm. I think. Kick us off then. I can. Well, this year we've had a fo- big focus on actually meeting our clients face to face. We talk to these people day in day out on the phone, but you never cross a barrier, you never get to know them. And I think we've moved into you know catching up with them, and that has like changed changed the game. Like mm. you break a, break a level with the clients, like a personal barrier, and you just start chit chatting, and you find out more about them in a minute, chatting yeah. to them in real life than you would ever in a year chatting to them on the phone. I think that's been massive like just trying to meet people face to face as much as possible has mm. been key this year and it's good to take away you know you know even if you haven't you know say you having trouble with one supervisor which we've all had definitely this year mm. if you actually just were like hold on let's just go meet up for a coffee and have a talk about the yeah. issues we've been having and then you do it and then you best buds mm. after it and everything else is just so much easier like definitely. communication with them phone calls with them it's just like just that yeah face to face rapport yeah. and that's why it's important to go to those things like we're going to in, yeah. in May and you're actually the uh, ANZIF lunch mm. and you see all these people that you speak to on the phone all the time but you actually just get that physical like rapport with them yeah. um, and further to that what I reckon one thing I've definitely learned is that you know we've had this big focus on like business to business which is mm. that's what we do mm. definitely but still at the end of the day you can't get too caught up on that because it is still people buying from people. Yeah. What, you know, it is a business-to-business transaction, but you're still every everything is people. Everything is people to people. So it's so important to yeah. And that has been big. Hey, when we got the some of those clients in the office yeah. and um, I think it um, it breaks down. It just reiterates to yourself and your company that. You know, you're still dealing with human beings. It mm. breaks down that that sort of barrier that you're behind a computer screen or you're behind a telephone. Mm. And when you can actually meet someone in real life, you're like, oh yeah, hang on, you're just a, a human being trying to do your job as well. And it breaks mm. down that that awkward that sort of awkward online quote unquote um, barrier that you yeah. have, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, further to that, I suppose is also. You, you can build that sort of relationship where we, hey, we don't always get it right but like they know um, you know we're human as well sort of thing and you know you, you meet them and you're like you just say wait like when you, I guess what made me think about this when you said you've you got a problem you just go out for them with a coffee mm. and then you realise you break that barrier it's like yeah we've got this business problem which we'll get figure out mm. but at the end of the day like we're just two people who are trying to do the best thing we the, the best we can yeah and it's good to sort of have that like rapport where you, between you two, you can figure it out. You can get past the business problem and you can just nut it out as two people trying to do the best thing. Yeah. You know? I think that's good, the face-to-face thing as well, is because um, when you go through like a, maybe a phone call or um, like an email, the, the language that you're trying to speak can sort of be taken like abruptly or it can mm. be taken yeah, out of context. Different. And when you're doing it face-to-face... Um, you get that sort of genuine feel from someone. Like mm. if there's, like Luke was saying, if there is a breakdown in, in communication or there's an issue, when you sort it out face-to-face, it's sort of, 
um, how do you put it, like repairs itself more naturally, I guess, because you've got that face-to-face value of how someone's reacting to what you're saying yeah. mm-hmm. and it's not behind that block yeah. of an email or a text or a, or yeah. a phone call. And 100%. So that's, that's a good thing, yeah. Another big one this year, I think you just said before, it's like it's easier to like admit your mistakes when you meet them in person, mm-hmm. but just admitting when maybe we've messed up, not when we mess up, but yeah, admitting <laughs> that when we mess up, just giving them a call and say, hey, we've, we've actually messed up here. Like, this is what we're going to do yeah. to fix it. Like, mm. just, well, I mean, we had an incident we want to talk about the other week, but just admitting you've done something and then it's so much easier to solve. Admitting you've done something, have that's your own just, solution, and then yeah. they're like, yeah, that's fine, whatever, that's all good. That it's is, never as bad as you think. That is, what, honestly, that is one of the biggest lessons I've learned as well over the last few years is, like, everyone stuffs up. Like, and, yeah, the, the biggest thing in... in business is just in life is just like admitting yeah actually sorry we didn't get it right like mm. and this is exactly what we're going to do to fix it and mm. i've never had one person still like everyone's like oh cool yeah no i do it all the time as well thanks not like trying to yeah. go down some path where you're all stubborn and you you won't admit that you've done anything yeah. wrong just 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 bloody admit it mm. you're a human man we all make mistakes and then just fix it it's not even it's not rocket science is it yeah, no. but a lot of people just can't even get like can't do that yeah just yeah owning up to and i think we try and push that with the apprentices and, and yeah. everyone here isn't it it's just like sometimes you might have a bad day yeah, yeah. but like it's how you it's how you respond to it isn't it more it, than yeah. everyone's going to have a bad day everyone's going to do a, sh- a shit job every now and then mm. it's more about like how do you you say yep no nah, i that wasn't good enough mm. i'm going to do this fix it it's more about how you respond and that probably brings me to the next point i was going to say are you you got anything else you want to bring up on that because that's sort of i was just going to say the more like um the more you own up to things the easier it is because if you start going down the path of of trying to cover your tracks or being stubborn with something and doubling down on things the worse it ends up down down the road it's Mm, not going to solve anything like you try to bury something like nip it in the bud and just just do it everyone everyone in the world nobody's perfect everyone stuffs up everyone makes mistakes Mm. if you if you're perfect you should be a bloody multi-millionaire on top of the world sort Mm. of thing so Mm. yeah um, so one of the things I've got in here is it's you can't control everything but you can control how you react to it mm. which is one thing mm. I've really learnt this year so like for instance um, when one of our lads had that had an incident um, a few months a few months ago when I was in Tassie when I was on that yeah. holiday you know and it's like what a ma- that's actually been one of the biggest learnings I've had is like yeah, this thing blew up bigger than Ben Hur at the time. It was just like a safety, so people know it was just mm. a little safety problem on a site, and it was purely, it was a bit of mismanagement on my end, sending someone who wasn't experienced in that site environment to do it, um, and then he just made a genuine like brain fade, mm. and then it blew up bigger than Ben Hur, and I could have not trying to make myself sound awesome or anything here, but like I I could have gone, it could have gone either way, like. But I just stopped. I was on my holiday. I was really pissed off. I thought about how I was going to react. And I I couldn't control the situation, mm. what happened. Mm. I was in Tassie. And even if I was here, I wouldn't be able to do anything because mm. it happened. But it's so much about how you respond because now that fella who I could have easily, we could have easily just got, got rid of him and said, mate, that's it, you're done. Like, is he, he's smashing it, like, been unreal. one of yeah. the best people here. Yeah. So that that's that more speak, speaks to you. it's not you can't control that stuff, but it's how you react to it. And then I probably on the flip side, we had 
that incident with just the other day with an apprentice who had a little prank. Fuck, I'll talk about it, I don't care. And um, I probably, I lost it a bit. I probably wasn't really super happy with how I, no. how I handled it. But, um, you know, so they also learnt from that side as well. Mm. But, um, it's not, you can't control, I couldn't control what he did, mm. but I could control how I reacted to it. So that's a, that's a good a good learning. So I you think. change that reaction. Um, I would just change bit. the wording I used. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't. Ch- the reaction was required. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just the, the word. It was probably yeah, just, just the wording. wording. You know, like just in that heat of the moment, probably yeah. use some words that I wouldn't use again. That's Nothing just like too crazy. That's like yeah, yeah. You always like we're talking about like yeah, you learn from what you do, and mm. you always look at back on situations like that, going, oh shit. I should have done this differently, that differently. Yeah, hindsight, yeah. everything's easy in hindsight. Exactly. When it's the spur of the moment, you know yeah. that from footy when you um, punch someone out <laughs> most weeks. <laughs> and then at I the end of the day, oh, I probably just could have said I didn't like that. <laughs> no, that's not how I roll. <laughs> anyway. Um, and actually, another thing I was going to say is, um, and what I learned from that situation is like, if you it's important to practice what you preach as well. Mm. Me and Nath sat in the office and we spoke about the incident Mm. at length and we were saying, you know, some more things came to light after that Mm. and we found out maybe he, you know, isn't feeling the best or some things might be going on in his life like everybody and then me and Nath sat there and we're thinking like, you know, yeah, we can't change this incident. It was, it was not a, it wasn't a great thing that happened but, you know, we can't also sit here and have a really big focus on mental health in this company and then doing mental health podcasts and then this other information came to light man and we're just like no we we have to practice what we preach like Mm -hmm. let's get in touch with him make sure everything's all good incident is the incident and it's um is what it is but at the end of the day we're all humans and we have to so i just think that was a learning is like you can't just go around and say this is this is important and that's important mm. and then and not you, follow up on yeah you've got to practice what you there, preach yeah. as well yeah you know done. so what about you Nathan? any any learnings you can put your biggest thing in in relation to um trades and things like that here in adelaide and with events that have been happening and everything that's gone on in the riverland and what we're still dealing with is um how much of a trade shortage there is when a catastrophic event happens Mm. it's just all the manpower and everything like that goes out there and it just gets so focused on that you know adelaide down here just gets missed a little bit um Mm. i was speaking to one of the loss adjusters that we that we work for um regarding a, a job that we'd done about a year ago and it just got basically put on the back burner because all their resources were just going out to the to the riverland they just couldn't they didn't have enough people to focus on that job because mm, mm. everyone was just out banging their heads against the wall up in the riverland and yeah you know that combined with probably something you've touched on already is a shortage of apprentices and things like that like there's just not enough people to deal with cat events mm. at the moment in adelaide i mm. don't think mm. and it's a really fine juggling act between keeping your work steady in you know metropolitan adelaide and then going away for events like that, it's such a balancing act and you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot by not mm. doing it. Mm. And you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot by not doing work in Adelaide. So yeah, very hard all, all around. That's probably the biggest thing yeah. from this year that I've... Yeah, it's a I've hard found. little juggling act. Mm. Like the lead times on, for instance, like getting an engineer. It's like the engineer's three months away and then people tell me their reports are sometimes like 10 weeks after they go to site. Yeah. 
So yeah. like you just can't even get anything done, even if you want to, using this big holding pattern of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty pretty full on. Um, you think about what they'd be doing over there though, because they'd be getting engineers, assessors, and all that out there in bulk, right? And they'd go, they'd try and smash out, you know. So let's say five or six properties a day or whatever, or maybe less or maybe more. Um, and then they they probably wouldn't be doing their reporting on site. No. They just want to do as many inspections as they can, write down a bit of info, then they'd be like, get back to Adelaide, oh shit, I've got mm. 50 reports that I've got to do. And that's close to what we've done in Victoria and that, isn't yeah. it? Where you feel under the pump like you want to do, you've got these eight jobs you've got to go to. Yeah. Then by the time you're done, you just fry it out, aren't you, oh, in yeah. your mind. Yeah. And you just like, I'll, I'll, I'll do them tomorrow. And then suddenly that eight yeah. turns to 16 oh, and you're awesome. like, oh, this is... Yeah. That's a massive thing, just staying on top of everything. Like yeah. having, I feel like I've got a hundred things in place to try and stay on top of like what, like hundred different ways in my phone that I can just like pin things mm-hmm. and then just do mm-hmm. them straight away. Mm-hmm. And then if that list builds too much, then it's like, oh no. Yeah. I feel less productive. Yeah. You know? Yeah, stay on this. But like when you, when you, from, I feel for the engineers because when you brain you've said it to me before mm. Nate. like you're even in victoria doing mm. a cat event you are absolutely cooked oh, at yeah. the end of yeah. the day hey yeah. Yeah. you can't even think you don't want to think mm. you just want to literally sit on the couch mm. and just stare at the tv yeah. and just not do anything that's sort of like going to kick the brain off again and you're like you know? typing and your brain's not thinking and all your like your thumbs are just moving yeah and it's just like <laughs> yeah. no idea what i've just typed yeah. in that whole thing because the reports are there they are like rinse and repeat like yeah. it's almost the same thing and you, you know you're doubling up on reports doing like a building report and and like the plumbing or roofing report mm. and it's, oh, it's just oh, mind-numbing my, yeah, my brain mind felt numbing. like it was evaporating in my mm. noggin when i was over there yeah. i got another good lesson lesson i've learned and it probably speaks to a bit the what you spoke about before about when how we've had good success with like just get bringing clients in here mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think another part of that is that people like to people like to be involved in the journey mm. yeah, you know what i mean so they like to come here and they see the offices and they see the people and they see the, the signs on the wall and everything and they, they they love to get around other people who are trying mm. to create something yeah so it's so much about like sharing the journey that's what, people. that's what we're doing this yeah well. that's, that's why we're doing this so people can just insight. get some insights into the, what it what it what it takes and, and also like, Nate's famous so everyone wants to hear what he says he's <laughs> yeah. stopped actually can you tell us that's you got to touch what? on what happened at the shops that was epic oh about the the bloke coming up and chatting yeah yeah about yeah, the, yeah yeah i mean yeah. we all know the story but but i would love to hear it again oh it's just unreal because i mean you know how long have you been doing like this podcasting for what few weeks a few weeks yeah and um a bloke came up to me at the i'd just done um done my shopping for the week and um i just get this tap on the shoulder in the um car park at the shops and he's like oh yeah plumber i know this logo i've been i've been searching on um on youtube you actually come across it um one of our first the first the first the first first podcast we launched and he said um he really got a lot out of it this was the, the mental health one um and then he you know he said he didn't really want to go for those sort of mainstream type podcasts he'd sort of done a bit of a little bit of a deep dive on the internet and come across ours and started chatting started you know having just a general conversation about it and i was i was a little bit like shocked because i was like you know we've only started this that's for, insane that would have buzzed you out oh man. yeah I was, I was smiling at him when i was chatting to him I was <laughs> like, this is unreal and he was a lovely bloke as well so yeah just goes to show that you know you do it for a little while and you can reach the right people and it sort of That's it. blooms it's, from there. Yeah. It's not even just about the, 
you know, trying to get like viral. It's just just about Fun. reaching that yeah. one person. It exactly. Can be the end, yeah. You know? um, so that that's that's awesome. It man. was just nice to see it, like a genuine reaction like that. Like he was so enthusiastic about like that podcast, and you know how good of a listen it was, and you know it wasn't so mainstream kind of thing. It was mm. just a little niche thing he found on the internet. And I was just like, man, this is this is unreal. And you happen to that's a, such a small world yeah, moment. He could yeah. have been anywhere in bloody anywhere, the world yeah, of Adelaide and he's yeah, just at the same shop, shop as you. Yeah, it's nuts. That that made that made us all feel good, I think, because then we were just like, nah, we're this is good. Yeah, Let's keep going, yeah, like, you know. Because you doubt yourself, don't you? Yeah, you with feel, these types you feel, of things. You feel dumb at the start doing things, but like Yeah. Like that other podcast you did, like it feels wrong, you're doing something right, is that something along those lines? What, like, which one is that? The Louis one. Oh, the um, Louis one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, mentioned, are you talking about where I said how I was doing like the two podcasts and everyone's saying you're a wanker, like, yeah. you just love yourself. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, but that's not really why I'm doing it. And then I did start to have full doubts in myself mm. and that. But then I have had some awesome feedback from, and even when you don't think people are watching it, mm. pe- I don't know, like I've just been into research. Or, okay, here's one. I went to the, the ca- my local cafe the other day for a coffee in the morning before I came to work and I saw a fella there Aaron who used to work for TradeLink now he works mm. for um, oh, I won't say the next company name but he works for as a rep for one of the pipe companies mm. you know um, hot and cold pipe companies and he as I came he was oh you guys are everywhere and I'm like <laughs> I don't barely know the guy I'm like what, what do you mean he's like and then we just chatted over the, about the podcast for like half hour in the coffee shop and he was telling me how like he's been watching it and he knows about it you know and and even i'm not kidding you on the way to get a coffee that morning i had a linkedin message come through from a fella in who's a reese uh, manager in darwin mm. and he used to live in adelaide and he's like really he's an older fellow he's really passionate about the plumbing industry and he linkedin messaged me i probably haven't showed you no and he was just saying like how i'll read it Say something mm-hmm. while I read this thing, would you? That's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. It is. It is a good feeling though when you get people like that just mm. out of the blue, like hitting you up, you know, yeah. saying you, you know, we can see out there, sort mm. of thing. But then, like contrasting to that, like Matt said, you're always going to get, mm. I guess, quote unquote, again, haters, yeah. like people who are just like, oh, mm. what are you doing it for? But it's you know, if you want to do it. Speaking on the exposure as well, we do have a advertising budget now for the podcast and it just includes printing stickers and oh yeah stickering Adelaide, the entire city of Adelaide with Plum 5 podcast stickers <laughs> yeah so if you see it, the bollards are our biggest thing if you, they need to go on bollards go to, there's a certain plumbing supplier that will remain unnamed it's a big one yeah and I think if you go to any stores in the general area of our workshop you will know you will see, see some stickers, stickers. Yeah, and maybe in Adelaide CBD too. Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So yeah. So anyway, um, this is just what I got when I was driving to work on the way to that cafe conversation. Um, hi Matt, I've listened to your, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts. I share the same passion about our great industry. Also keep an, I also keep an eye on our South Australian operation due to previous involvement going back to Bridgeland and Plumbing World days. Keep up the great work, mate. Be great to connect. Thanks, Phil. And I wrote, thanks, Phil, means a lot. And he wrote, I like the way you go about it, Matt. One day we'll chew the fat about our industry. Never met you, but you come across as a humble guy, a great trait. Continue to explore and push the boundaries, being comfortable, feeling uncomfortable. 
but like yeah, that's awesome. that's you know what I mean that's yeah, just like yeah. I got that out the blue and I'm like man okay let's make let's, let's go let's go yeah. baby like yeah so yeah I think little things like that out of the blue can mm. make your day as well oh, yeah. especially imagine if you're having a shit day and you got that come through and you're like this is awesome we should do this more of that like just little yeah. intercompany like hey man keep up the great work like little teams message every now and then it's just just a surprise to people it's actually it's like when people get that I mean it's such a small thing but it it does change people's days or weeks mm. or whatever when you get a little bit of feedback like that you're like huh. yeah it can just be one yeah. little thing eh? Mm. yeah I'll tell you who needs one of those little pick-me-ups. We should send send him one today, Sammy. Yeah. From that job Terrible last job. night. Oh, mm. man. D- does Nathan know about that job? Was that? No. I was like, I called... Um, for Goldie? Cunt. Yeah. yeah. Got, James is there with him as well. And I called James. Finished. I finished at 4 o'clock in the office. And yeah. me and James love golf. So I called James at 4. And I was like, do you want to meet me for a game of golf for Regency? He's like, yeah, meet you at Regency. I'm in Glenelg with... Half tiles off a roof. And it was <laughs> 48 degree pitch. Oh, no. oh, oh we no. went to do the report on a dead end street. Terracotta, aren't they, yeah. Charles? Where did we do it? You had to put a drone up. I, I remember that one. Yeah. It's ter- like terracotta, like a creamy coloured sort yeah, of house. Like, and, yeah, yeah. And the front's got the. Yep. Yeah, I remember that place. And the tiles just kept sliding off the roof because the pitch is so yeah. high. Yeah. So we need to reassess that one. You That's just one of the ones that didn't quite go to plan. You should have seen the scaffold they set up. You see the scaffold they set up for him? Oh, it's hilarious. The, what was like, that? Okay. Well, like the the yeah. scaffold that got set up, James, I know, they, might have, they must have changed. I think they did change it. The like, original one that set up was like two metres away from the roof and like on like an angle. It was like just... Was it? Unworkable, I think. <laughs> yeah. What uh, I much prefer to work off a boom than scaffold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about other... You got any more learnings, Loki? You'd have heaps. It's hard to think of one. It's hard to think. It's hard. We should have um, probably done a bit more planning. Yeah, we don't, we don't <laughs> plan. We, just, <laughs> we don't plan these More ones. organic when you just go yeah, off. Yeah, we don't plan yeah. these ones. There's plenty of time to plan other ones. Mm. Just see what comes out. Yeah. I don't know. I think the... the Still just doing stuff when it gets done and making the... Don't... Not building up decisions to be so big. Like, nothing... In the grand scheme of things, it's not that mm. deep. Like, nothing's, nothing's that deep. Like, don't... You think like when I'm thinking too much about stuff like you think too much about this quote what are you doing it's just a quote like mm. you know you back yourself like you know this is right you've done it a hundred times or like someone pushes back on you and just having the confidence and your ability to just be like nah I'm like I'm, I'm right here like mm. this, yeah, is, this, is, this is what I do yeah. I'm good at it like I know I know what the goal is mm-hmm. um, and just like not standing up for yourself but just like not backing down just yeah that's a great one I think and back, backing yourself in because yeah. at the end of the day we're the professionals yeah. at, the, at the trade you mm. yeah. you should really rely on us because mm. we're sort of the bottom line essentially mm. Yeah, mm. you ask you engage in a um, a specific niche company you should back us in because we're the experts yeah. essentially yeah, yeah. And, and further to that I would say one thing that's been a big learn uh, probably not this year but just over the journey, I suppose, in I guess it's in running the business, but it's like not making a decision is a decision in itself. Mm-hmm. So like, just you don't overthink it. Like, don't get that. I I never make myself get that analysis paralysis paralysis, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. I just like think about all the facts, and I just make a decision. And then if it's not exactly the right one, who cares? Just 
just twist that way a little bit. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the worst thing, the one thing that drives me crazy about, oh God, I hope she doesn't listen to this, my wife, <laughs> is um, I think it's being the school teacher sort of thing. But like she, she's very like calculated. Mm. There's nothing wrong with it. But so every, every decision she does is really calculated. She has to get all the little variables and think yeah. about everything mm. for a long period of time. And then, and yes, I'd also do that, but some, but it depends on the decision the as well. Decision, like if it's yeah. not, if it's not going to be like, if it's not life or death or it's not going to have a huge impact, mm. like some people can get really caught up in like, in that, yeah. should I do this? Should I call that person? Like, nah, like just make a decision, yeah. go with it. If it's not the right one, just offset a little bit. Yeah. Sweet. I think the main thing is if you can justify the decision you made at the time and why you made it, even if it's a, a big mistake. But at the time, you're like, look, this yeah. is why I made this I decision. I had this information. And I had this, like, yeah. in, in my head at the time, this is right. Some of you like, yeah, okay, I, I can see how that is, and let's just fix it. Mm. Like, just, that goes back to admitting where you messed up. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. that's the same thing. Just don't overthink. Just say, be confident, you know what you're doing. Just mm. do I think that's what, good what you said, though. If you can, if you can back yourself in mm. at, from that point in time when you made those decisions... Mm. And then if you have to make a little deviation, like you said, Matt, so be it. Like, mm. It goes back to us being human beings as well. We're making that informed decision at that point in time with the tools we're given. Yeah, that's right. So. Exactly. That's spot on. You can only make the decision you can make at the time with the, deci- with the information you have. And then at least if you do make a decision, you're going to start heading towards that direction. Mm. Whether it's just a little bit left or right of where you need to go, you're still going there. Mm. So... Not making a decision is a decision in itself is what I like to think about it. Yeah. You know? So well, there's so many other good lessons, but it's really I think sort of I hard. think one good one, probably not from, from this year, but just as a whole, um, especially working here, um, is that you gotta block out external noise that you're fed when you go to a job because mm. you're always going to have people like supervisors saying this and that um, previous trades this and that who have been there I think it's best walking into a job with a clean slate so you can make your own informed opinion mm-hmm. obviously take on um, the information you're given but I think when you start racking your brain about all these different other variables and things like that without backing yourself in yeah, at that point in time definitely. it can influence your your decision and the outcome as well mm. so i think you just got to push all external noise out the way and then make your own that's expert a good one decision. especially in the line of work we do that's yeah. like the number one thing we always try and probably the first fundamental thing that you teach someone in leak detection a eh? it's yeah. like you get to the job you've been called there for a reason because you're the expert or someone else hasn't been able to find it you will get all sorts of people in your ear, mm-hmm. homeowner, yeah. previous plumber, whatever, yeah. saying, oh, I know it's not this and I know it's not that. But it's, so it's like, yeah, like, exactly like you said, it's important to um, like absorb it a little bit yeah. but also be like, you know, block it out to a degree. Like take everything with yeah. a grain of salt. Don't say, okay, I'm, I'm hearing you. Yeah, I know you check the water meter. Cool, no worries. I'm not saying you're wrong but I might just do my own check on the water meter as well. Yeah. Mm. Because, yeah, you can just go down a path, can't you? Yeah. Everyone's done it. Yeah, 100%. And you learn from the, doing it the hard mm. way where you're just so fixated on, like, I know it's the this branch leaking yeah. or so, something, whatever. Yeah. Or I know mm. it's... But I, oh, I've been told it's not a fibre washer. Mm. And then you do all this stuff and yeah. you realise there is no fibre washer. The dude yeah. never put one in there. Yeah. Mm. And he doesn't know and he's... Talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that is a good one, actually. It can make a job as well go from, you know... You spend four hours on site, not wasting time, but going through all these different rabbit holes, and then you 
clip it and go back to your original thought and you could have just been there for an hour sort mm. of thing it's yeah yeah i think it's a massive Clean slate's thing. important yeah. mm. anything else i don't know so much for part two with some other get some other people involved I think, it's a good, I, I think it's a good one yeah as soon as i press end on this we're going to think it's 700 <laughs> things yeah for sure I'm just trying to quickly rack my brain. That's that hindsight thing again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many lessons, man. Yeah, um, I think getting a, getting different people. Everyone's got different lessons. Cause everyone here does a different job. Well, exactly. Everyone does different jobs as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. How do I make this e- exit? Oh, here we go. Thanks for tuning in to another Plumify podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, and all the usual podcast platforms.